Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Lifeline with Whitney. If you're new here, I'm your host, the one and only Whitney, and today we are going to talk about potential under the heading of changed mind. Now, to get right into it, potential can be defined. I, I, I wrote down like so many synonyms of how to describe potential, and I'm just going to read them out to you. Potential is dormant ability. Potential is untapped power. Potential is hidden energy, kept capacity. It is the unused success, unleashed talent, all you can do but haven't yet, or you can become but have not yet, the you you don't know yet. Now, this among so many other statements or synonyms describe what potential is potential is some untapped energy within oneself that you know that has not been accessed yet you know what you've done no longer it, it no longer is referred to as potential but what is yet to be done and so to access that potential, you need to dream, you need to have a vision, you need to have, you know, something to look forward to that, you know, resonates with the, the word potential. You need to have, you know, something to look forward to, which allows your whole body, your mind you know, your drives to work towards attaining and surpassing that potential. That's having another definition of potential which supersedes that level which you would have passed. Now, today what we're going to talk about is that is um, pretty much circling around the idea, as a man thinketh, so is he. This is a proverb um, that we find within the Bible in chapter 23, verse 7, which says exactly that, as a man thinketh, so he shall become. And so, potential pretty much fulfills that statement. It fulfills that proverb. As a man thinketh, as a man sees himself, as, as a man sees himself, sorry, as a man visualizes or pictures himself, so shall he become. And so today we are going to talk about seven steps to access that potential. And this is particularly defined by the reference point of the story of Ruth. Um, so to give you a quick summation of that story, um, there was a woman called Naomi. She had a husband called Ellie. They got married. They they get they gave birth to like uh, two sons, and they moved to Moab. In Moab, these two sons, these two sons, <laughs> married um, women that were Moabites. The one was Ruth. The other one was Orpah, and. Um, Naomi's two sons passed away. Also, her husband passed away. And so, 
it came a time where she didn't feel like she had anything to stay for in that in Moab and so she wanted to move back to her own country and now uh, Naomi in the end ended up moving back to her country with just Ruth and left Opa because he, he, she kind of gave these two women a choice to go back to her family and stuff and Opa decided to go back Ruth decided against that and decided to stick with Naomi and so when they came back to Naomi's country Ruth wanted to you know get married again and give offspring um, because she had not gone to do that when she was married to Naomi's son and so this is what Naomi told Ruth as she was pursuing the man called Boaz which she uh, got to like who um, also was smitten by her and these seven steps to access that potential what she didn't have they're kind of based in a sense on that on that which Naomi told Ruth and so step number one is know what you're going for now um, Ruth just didn't walk out of the house saying, you know what, I am going to pick up barley in this really, I don't know, I can't define the, the, the field, but she just didn't waltz out with no intention. She went out in search of a man that would, you know, give her offspring and take care of herself and her mother-in-law. And so step number one is knowing what you're going for, going after. And we find biblical reference in Habakkuk 2 verse 2, which talks about how you ought to have a vision. You ought to have a, a plan which you walk towards. Now, in order to access that potential within you, you need to work towards something. And working towards something allows you to really surpass that potential and set set out you know new new heights to surpass new heights to reach and triumph over so knowing what you're going after means having a goal having a vision that may be professional or personal but it means like working towards something you know and whilst working towards something you first have to imagine it create a picture in your in your mind create a draft on a piece of paper then you start to dream it when you start to dream it you're putting it into action you are syncing it with all the other parts of you which will make one new and fresh reality and after you dream it you have to visual visualize it Easily, this can visualizing can come after before dreaming because I see how I see it as you know when you visualize it, you have surpassed the imagination because imagination I feel it's like a, a rough draft. I, I talked about this earlier that imagination is like a rough draft, and you know, visualizing is more of like 
you have a clear picture after dreaming it you put a clear picture on a wall or on a piece of paper and you can see it like you can see how this affects this and how you know your whole personality comes together after attaining and surpassing this potential and so knowing what you're going after is pivotal to surpassing potential now the statement never put off for tomorrow what you can do today something that i've been hearing all too often over the past couple of days and that's that you know when you realize you know something that you can do do it at that moment don't wait until the idea fizzles out or the, the you don't have the drive and the you know that raw momentum to go after something the whole reason of surpassing potential is setting your targets that may be every hour that may be every day that may be every other week or month however that may be you need to work towards fresh goals each and every time when you put off things the moment you want to go back to them you don't have that drive to pursue that particular thing so the whole secret about you know surpassing your potential and setting on new goals and new things to look forward to is working whilst you want to whilst the dream and the vision is too fresh it don't matter if it doesn't succeed it does not matter if it doesn't go as you have planned but i truly have gone to believe that whatever process you go through, whatever thing that you begin to pursue, even if it doesn't come to pass the way you think it should come to pass, there are virtues and the lessons that you learn along the way whilst getting to that either good response or bad response, either favorable response or not so favorable response. Everything that you work towards, you know, never look down on that process of getting there because there lies the secrets there lies what you're going to do how you're going to do it like that that secret you know of like acquiring accumulative knowledge and accumulative wisdom from experience doesn't come from only successful stories or only stories that you get to tell in the future but it comes from the little things that you pursue you hit uh you hit a, a dead end and then you saw over but in that pursuit god always puts in that special something something he always puts in you know that wisdom for the tasks that probably are not related to that particular you know crash and burn that you're going towards but to something greater and bigger and so you should always keep that in mind now we always say you know you're not anointed for you are anointed for a specific mission everything right now is preparing you for that so really even though that particular project that they work towards and that didn't go come to pass doesn't come through there is something that you were specifically anointed for and that will come to pass and so always embrace the process and always learn as much as you can you know what even when you're doing things that really you know you don't see a future in or they prove at the end of it of the road that they don't have a future always remember 
that that is you know God's preparing you for something far much better and that is just for you anointed just you to achieve that number two was wash your face now this is something I know she that she was like wash your face now if you refer to second Corinthians 5 verse 17 is a verse that talks about how if anybody is in Christ you know they become a new creation and so wash your face pretty much refers to how we tend to like carry the baggage or we carry that which you know has happened in the past and we try to carry forward we try to say these are my lessons i cannot forget my lessons but really these are just baggages that hinder you from attaining or becoming the best version of yourself so in in order to reach new heights you have got to let go of those old things that drag you down you know spending a whole hour thinking about an ex is not going to make you a better person the lessons yes but thinking about them is really just you know just creating like a pressure cooker of hurt and betrayal whatever has happened with that ex you know constantly bringing it back up to your to your present will hinder you from attaining that future now um you know you cannot let your past affect your present to affect the future that simply means that you know your past can also easily affect your present you know, like when you're trying to like get to know somebody new, you start to think about your past, your your exes and how they hurt you and you end up closing up, you know, yourself or putting up your walls up so high that you fail to see this amazing person that's in front of you that will, you know, affect the future automatically because you you are just dragging along your past failures and your past mistakes and your past hurts and pains. And so you have to change your attitude to change your altitude. And so the moment you change your attitude, the moment you work on yourself and you stop, you know, putting like a mask, you know, to like the moment you stop dragging along the past, you know, to your present then your altitude will definitely change because when you get rid of that you shake away that you know that hurt and that self-doubt you tend to like reach new heights you know and attain that potential and surpass that potential and have new visions and new um dreams for your future number three was that anoint your face now in second corinthians also but in chapter 1 verse 21 to 22 it's a, a verse that talks about anointing and it says that you have to put on jesus you literally have to you know put on that anointing that special kind of anointing believing in yourself because god believes in you god doesn't want you to waste away and you know, not attain the fullest potential and and all in this earth. There is so much for you to gain and so much that God wants you to leave 
your best life, the finest version of your life out on this earth, you know. And so putting on Jesus is putting on that ultimate armor, that, you know, anointing that has you do things like Jesus would. And as you go through the pruning and the growth, you do a smiling and embracing the growth. And so... When you put on Jesus, you get like the special kind of peace. I've talked about it so many times. And you go through everything that you go through with that cushion, which is Jesus, who in his word, he tells you that go after what you want, you know, have a vision. Doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, when you think about how you want to live in a bigger house, even with like rooms that many might consider unnecessary, but that's what you want. God wants that for you too, you know, but you have to change your thinking. You have to, you know, set up that potential and go after it and walk towards that. As long as it's, it's in line with God's purpose, there is nothing that is standing between you and that dream you and that vision so embrace your growth and reach new heights by anointing your face you know and I, I can only imagine what the face resembles because it's the first thing that you look at when you look at a person right and so when your face has the anointing of the holy ghost when you put on jesus the first thing that it everybody sees is jesus and Jesus is equals to success, happiness, peace of mind, joy, and all those, you know, very appealing virtues that we find out of this life. And so really you have to anoint your face with Jesus. And the fourth thing that Naomi told, um, the fourth thing that Naomi told Ruth was that change your garments. Now change your garments means stripping away what you have and then wearing something fresh something new now prepare for something that hasn't happened yet when you change your garments when you change your clothes you know you take off those old clothes trash them not necessarily like literally trash them but you put them away for washing or whatever and then you wear fresh new clothes so when you change your garments when I, I set out a, a, a vision that say I want to be, become, you know, governor or something, then I've start, I, when I change my garments, it means I have to start walking the walk and talking the talk, you know, and becoming that governor lifestyle and embracing that, like embracing that governor lifestyle and becoming a governor within my mind. Now, I saw, I think I watched this millionaire lifestyle video, just briefly, and it was this little boy that, you know, was talking about how he is embracing the kind of life that he wants to, you know, um, that he wants to be by becoming it right now. So he says that millionaires wake up super early, they read a book, they do all sorts of things. And that's the kind of lifestyle that he was portraying that he is taking on right now. Now, 
That is changing his garments. That is getting into those shoes of what he wants to become. You know, preparing while standing in Faith Street. You know, I've heard of certain preaching um, where the, the, the man, he wanted a brand new car. Uh, and and he wanted, you know, to get that. And him standing on Faith Street meant him, he got the car seats that he wanted. He, want, he, he went on and got the car mats. He even got like a little keychain um, with the brand model of like the car that he wants and stuff. You know, that is changing your garments. I mean, you might look a little bit crazy, but I rest assured. I am rest assured that, you know, that will come to pass because as long as it's in God's, it, it aligns with God's purpose for your life, there's nothing that stands between you and your potential. Your potential sets a bar in which you work towards. And having all these things, all these accessories, you know, like changing your garments, which work towards, you know, getting that potential and surpassing that potential is what Naomi was telling Ruth is the way of getting things done you know that is called having faith that is called working towards a goal and then step number five he said go to the place now what you are like where you're trying to go right is going to the place I have heard, I think, no, I think it's actually me and my sister, you know, um, earlier on, I think a couple of years back, we would make it a point where we would drive past um, these really amazing houses, you know, and visualize uh, and, you know, create realities within our minds in these houses because this is something that we want for ourselves, right? And it's something that I'll never forget. and something that I'll probably pick up again pretty soon. Because that means that I'm going to the place. I'm going to where. And that means I'm going to where I want to go. Right? And um, to give you a personal analogy of what I am doing right now. Even though I'm not driving past, you know, those houses. I am creating it right now in my mind. On my phone, I downloaded this. Um, design your own house uh, application which allows you to put pieces together and create certain rooms uh, in a house and so forth and that allows me to visualize and to imagine and like to put my potential on paper you know and as I work towards that I have like a visual aid which helps me, you know, keep that dream alive, which helps me keep my vision alive within my mind. And so that means, that is what it means to go to the place. You literally have to like step out in faith and you have to really work to make that reality. And you have to see it, you know, that's what Habakkuk 2 to, you know, emphasizes that you have to see what you want you have to put your potential out there so that you work towards it and your vision and your goal is like clear as day 
Now number six mean it says wait. Now, now waiting is sixth because I guess after you've done all this, all you gotta do is wait on the Lord to open a door for you. Because um, there's one thing that I've learned is that there's nothing that happens by chance, and there's not like everything you try to force a door open. You know, for it really doesn't come, it, it doesn't prosper because it's not blessed by God. Um, T.D. Jacks, a preacher that, you know, spoke on uh, a similar topic, you know, he spoke on this actually. And he said that, you know, when you bust down a door, you know, and force yourself through that door and, you know, that will require you to hold the door for yourself, you know, and let you go in and the door closes right behind you. You know, it beats, you know, having God stand right at the door, open the door for you, you walk in, and if you need to explore other avenues, you know, you can still walk through back through that door and explore other avenues. It is way better to have God open his doors for you. So that's what it means to say, be still, wait, wait on God to do his thing for you. Because when he works you up to this level, you know, because it's in line with your purpose and his plan for you in this life, he will most definitely make a way for you when you get there. So you prepare, you do everything, write down your your um your visions, you visualize your potential, you see it, and then you wait. God opens the door that no man can shut. So don't not rush God. He alone is the one that can open such doors, not yourself, right? So they that wait upon the Lord. He says in the word in his word in Romans, they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon hills as eagles, they shall walk in our faith. And so that's what waiting upon the Lord means, being patient. And number seven says, Never try to shine when the light isn't on you. Now that really, you know, this was extracted from this part where uh, Naomi told Ruth that let him finish eating and drinking and then you can present your case. And so when you try to rush God, that's where you try to put the light on your face. You know, this is from rushing God. When you try to shine, when the light is, in, is not on you, you are putting God on spot and you are, you know, taking the limelight from God too. Um, prematurely, you know, when you're going into a project, you want the glory and the fame and so forth. You know, that is taking the light that's not supposed to be on you. Taking the light from God can be in many different versions, but, you know, Opening the doors that God is meant to open is also a way of like taking the limelight from God and premature execution of certain projects, you know, before God gives you a go ahead. That is taking the limelight from God. 
you know, and I believe that scientists of all the people in this world, they know the process of waiting. They know the process of testing things out and being patient, you know, until the right time comes along where you can execute it. And so really that's just what I wanted to say, you know, that accessing that potential within yourself requires you to go through you know extensive preparation but at the end of it you just wait and god will make a way for you and you know like i said before even though it doesn't come to pass like that particular you know line of either it's work or it's um any sort of opportunity really even if it doesn't come to pass god knows what is doing within you god knows what is doing when he has you pursue that and go after that even if it's a crash and burn god knows why you had to go through that and i can assure you there's always something to learn from that i i i know i can't i'm personally you know testifying to this that even though you don't see the way out even if you don't see you know what god is doing on the other side of you know the wall just trust in him and embrace every pruning and every twisted turn of that process because he is working towards an ultimate goal which only he knows for he says in his word i know you're not as you are but i know you as you shall become so everything that is and also he says i mean all things work for the good for those that believe and trust in the god and he also says in jeremiah 2 9 11 that you know that he's always looking out for you and he is always, you know, for I know the plans I have for you, plans for you to succeed and to prosper you and not to harm you or fail you. And so if he says he has all these promises backing, you know, all what we just talked about up, then rest assured, feel like go crazy, go to crazy town and set out your dreams, your visions. And God will make it happen. Might not be that particular vision because it's not in it's not lying aligning with his purpose for you. But rest assured, I can promise you that he has so much to teach you and to you know grow you in this process. And even if you're pursuing governor and God wants you to, you know, do something maybe um, out in India and stuff, you know, just go on missionary work. You're pursuing being a governor. God is building virtues in you that you can never find anywhere else. So pursue that. And when that opportunity, when he tells you his purpose, when that is clarified, when the fog clears up, you know, in your heart and in your mind, and God you know, clearly sets out what he needs you to be doing, that you need to be going on mission and work in India, then and only then, you see, that's that's the door that he has clearly opened, you know, then you take everything that you have learned, every, you know, thing that you have put in, every virtue that is instilled in you whilst working towards being governor, and you put it into being the best missionary and effective missionary out in India. So really, that's all I wanted to say. Now, I hope 
you know this teaching was a blessing to you as it was for me when i heard this i just had to share it and um yeah i really hope you have a blessed day and a blessed weekend and really just always trust god to always come through for you you know all this is not by my might but by his spirit you know that leaves that leaves within me that allows me to share this with you so whomever is listening right now you know just know that god loves you all too much and he needs you to do something about what you just heard because god does not speak in vain and nothing that he does is just by coincidence but there's always an ultimate plan for him doing such things or speaking to us about certain things so really I bid you farewell and yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Cheers.